0: Um, I'm here with my good friend, and what's your official title? Uh, Here? I'm program director. So I'm here with my good friend, Fidget, program director at Trout Creek Bible Camp. That's right. Now, Fidget isn't his real name, that's his camp name. But I can't tell you my real name, it's a big secret. I can't, you can't say what your real name is? No, of course I (laughs) can't. Well, yeah, well, you're going to want to hear his real name because the man has some music on Spotify you're going to want to listen to. But what's your real name? Ben Tissell. T-I-D-T-I-S-S-E-L-L. There's no D? There's no D. Did you know my great-grandfather made up my last name? What do you mean he made it up? I mean, the story goes that there were too many Andersons in the Swedish military. We're very Swedish, my family. So that he changed his name. But Tissell doesn't mean anything in Swedish. So we think when he gave his name at the immigration office back in the 18-whatevers, that the immigration officer just wrote down what he heard, which was T-I-S-S-E-L-L. So any to sell you meet anywhere in the world is related to me. So, you, so your, your grandfather didn't actually make it up. He gave him a name, but maybe the guy didn't, didn't hear it correctly. Right, so the one he made up probably wasn't actually to sell, but that's the one we're stuck with. So it means nothing. It means literally nothing. I can't find it. we can't find anything it means in any language, let alone in Swedish. To sell. T i s s e l. E l l. T i s one s. T i s s e l l. It's like Mississippi. Benjamin to sell. <laughs> so check out his music on Spotify. But he is the director here at Trout Creek. No, no, the program, program director. director. Yep here at Trout Creek Bible Camp and it's a camp I like to speak at and can I say um, Ben does an excellent job here in program director what would you say um, would you say is a good what makes a good program director for a camp would you say well okay yeah sure I'm, learn- I'm learning that a good program director is a lot of things is um, not stressed not easily stressed because like As a program director at a camp this size, we got, like, on a normal summer, maybe not this summer because it's coronavirus summer, but on a normal summer, we got, like, 360 campers per week and 100-plus staff members here during the week, and every single one of them has a question for you at, like, once an hour, and (laughs) and there are, like, a million uh, crises to manage, like, the go-kart stopped working or whatever it is, right? So there's all these details. And then on top of that, you're just trying to like run the program that you planned, but nothing in, camp, nothing in ministry, nothing in life is going to go how you planned it. So it's a lot of on the fly. So I think that's the first thing is not to be a stressed person. Now, what, what would you say is the thing you enjoy the most? Uh, like, speci- like specific thing or like aspect of the job? Give me a specific thing. My specific favorite thing to do as a program director is to lead fireside. See, Which I you wonder, like too. I yeah, know you like yeah, fireside. Yeah. yeah, I would like to say they have the best fireside of any camp I've been at. Can we put? Can we put that on like our marketing? Yeah, yeah. Doctor John Katzen. They have the best fireside. That that is literally your favorite. That is my favorite. Yeah. And that includes the skits. Yes, I think so. You know this that I am. I'm a theater. Used to be a theater professional before I came to work at this camp. I mean, I still am, but I don't make my living with that anymore. And. I think there is no higher form of performance art or theatrical storytelling than campfire skits. I honest I honestly believe that and that's true. Better than Shakespeare. Better than Shakespeare. Because if you think about it that is communal storytelling theater in its purest form at fireside. We have a general idea of the story and we come together and we listen and we respond. Okay, so to each when other. you and Joe did what was the name of that skit where you played the Prince and the, the Prince. The King and Queen skit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High yeah. high art. <laughs> high art. It's better than Hamlet. Oh, yeah, for sure. I will admit, I I, I really like that skit. That's the first time I saw it this year. Really? i would never seen you two do it. Oh, man, that's a fun skit. I kept thinking, though, if you do that skit, if you have some bad actors in that skit, it could be a bad skit. If you have some bad actors in any skit, it becomes very torturous. <laughs> but that's the thing about camp is you can just be silly and fun, which makes... Everyone a good actor. You know what I mean? Like, if you just give people freedom to be n- natural and just have fun, then they do a great job. So, do you work with everybody on the skits before like, like b- before camp begins? Do you have, like, a skip skit day? No. Although, I have told Joe a few times, I wish in staff training we could carve out 30 minutes for me to just go, like, over the basics with people. Like, here's how to do a good skit. Because you can tell when somebody gets up there who's never been in drama class in high school or anything and you know their back is to the audience and they're not talking very loud and you know whatever they're not paying attention to what's going on well and i think that's one of the keys is just simply projection oh yeah projection is amazing because it actually gives you energy and focus it doesn't just make you louder but when you talk louder you become more expressive and more energized and you, it also makes you – it just brings, it brings your mind into focus on what's going on. So you're not thinking about dinner or you're not thinking – you know. Say that again. Projection makes you what? So, like, when I, when I direct a show at, like, the high school level, uh, I will always start by having the kids just get louder. Just just get louder. Because projection, in, like, engages your body in a way where you, you're, you're, you have more energy. And it engages your body in such a way that when you're being louder – your your body's more aware of its surroundings, and it's more like you're you're more tuned in. Your brain is more focused. <laughs> it's like it's like same idea. If you're <laughs> if you're like fighting a medieval war and the war cry goes up, that adds energy. Would that work for public speaking too? I would think so. Then why do we? Do you, so maybe miking actually hurts people. I think it absolutely does because when people rely on the microphone, this is what I tell actors all the time at the high school level. When we are in a musical and we put mics on people. I just have to say over and over and over for like a week straight, ignore the mic. Pretend it's not there. Ignore the mic. Because if you rely on the mic, your whole performance suffers. Because you're not at that level of concentrating right. and project. That so is like, interesting. I love leading worship at chapel here at camp, but I will always prefer leading a Fireside song. Because Fireside is not amplified. At all. At all. Yeah. That is interesting. See, I knew you liked um, Fireside... Um, because uh it's just it is one of the funnest things i try to get back to make sure i see fireside i remember last year you did you directed you uh yeah you directed on our instagram fireside the musical yeah 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 and we needed to redo that we do so the one thing you really like about um doing this is fireside and then um how long have you been program director here Well, I did it while I was in college in, like, 2010 and 11. Well, 11 was right after I graduated, but I only did it during the summer. I didn't do the year-round job, so I sort of did, like, half of the job of program director. Um, So I did it those two years, but then I came back here in 2019, so a year and a half, a little more than a year and a half ago, and I've been doing it since then. So most so when you come up with a program like this year's theme was, uh, remember the roots, throwback, yeah, throwback, remember the roots because it's our seventy fifth anniversary. So when you do that, do you um, like, do you come up with the games around that theme? Do you come up? I mean, do you, do you program every day, for every week? Ye- yes and no. There's some things we do no matter what year or what the theme is, right? Like except for maybe this year. But, you know, we always have to play Safari because it's our one of our signature games, right? And we always have to do certain songs because there are signature songs. Or that Western game. Uh, Wells Fargo, yeah. which we couldn't do this year because of coronavirus, but but normally you would. Yeah, normally no matter what the theme is, we we do these these games. Uh, But then there are some things like the night game for junior high camp. You know, after fireside and when it gets dark, we'll play a night game, and that's always on theme. Like we always do that. So this year there was all this. We had all these ideas for throwback, but we couldn't end up doing it. But like last year was summit, the expedition within it was mountain climbing. So for the night game, they had to go find a yeti, rescue the yeti from the from its captors. So how'd you come up with that summit? The the Mountain Within. Well, uh, How'd you come up with that idea? I like to have a theme that is just fun for, like, the program aspects that you can do, the games and the decorations and all that kind of stuff, and that also has a spiritual component so that we can build our Bible studies around it, our camper Bible studies. So, that was about, like, climbing the mountain of faith with Jesus. I know, but how'd you come up with that? Oh, I just like mountain climbing. <laughs> and so I had a list of ideas, and I was like, these are my ideas, I really like the Summit one, what do you guys think? And uh, we brainstormed as a year-round staff. And people were like, yeah, I think I like the Summit one. And so I kind of laid out my ideas for what that could look like. And So you do use a lot of collaborative. It's not just well, you. I like to bounce things off people a little bit. You know what I mean? Because there's things that I think are really cool. And then I tell somebody, and they're like, well, They don't me. always like your ideas. <laughs> not, not, I mean, I, here's the deal. I can usually sell it. But I can tell when people aren't really sold out to the idea. You know? But you sound like you're really excited about being program directors. And I, and I tell everybody that I know who works at camps that you guys have the best job. We do. We yeah. really do. We have a pretty great great job. All right. Well, that is our uh, Baldhead Bible After Show Waxing the Dome episode for this week. Join us next week when we'll be talking some more. See you next time.